0: important thing in Romans is this uh, redemption comes by faith and so Abraham's in, the prime example of faith and we see how faith is not by works faith does not require circumcision faith is independent of the law so when somebody reads 17 to 22 as it is written Father of many nations have I made you, in the presence of him who he believed, even God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. In hope against hope he believed, so that he might become a father of many nations according to that which has been spoken, so shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead, since he was about to. A hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith in glory to God, and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Therefore, it was also credited to him as righteousness. So God told Abraham, A father of many nations, have I made you. And how many children did Abraham have at that point? None. Now, how can God say, I've made you a father of many nations when he's not even made him a father, period. Do you see the challenge in that? This was a promise made while Abraham was, was childless. So did Abraham believe that promise? Yes. yes. And and what did that show Abraham about God? he keeps his promises what else what did it show him about God the power he has so he can do anything including giving life to the dead he's got, Sarah's got a dead womb he's dead as far as procreation is concerned And God can give life to the dead. God can call into being that which does not exist. God's amazing. Now when God said, a father of many nations have I made you. Who did God have in mind? Us. Us. Are we Abraham's descendants? I think he did have us in mind. I think he meant those who were descendants by faith. Now, it is true that there were physical nations descended from Abraham physically, like the uh, Israelites and the Edomites and the Ishmaelites and the Midianites and those sorts of mites. But I don't think he meant mostly that. I think he mostly meant he would be the father of people from all nations through faith. And so what God said about that Abraham trusted. Now, when we're saying we're saved by faith then, you understand that this is not saying, like people do today, just raise your hand and say the sinner's prayer, or, you know, some, something like that. This is a faith that believes what God says when it doesn't make sense, when it's contrary to all logic, experience, science, or whatever. He trusts God. That's Abraham's faith. You look at Abraham's why His faith was not some mental, you know, I kind of think there might be a God. His faith was much more than that. Now, look at Abraham's part of this. You know, he says, here, in hope against hope, he believed. In hope against hope. He's saying, this kind of flies in the face of common sense and all human calculation. He had hope, but it was against all reasonable hope. You know, that's the thing you're seeing in Abraham. And he says, uh, without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body. Some translations have a knot in there and changed that. That's a textual question, but I think it's better. He, he contemplated on his, on his own body. In other words, Abraham really looked at it. He really, he, he didn't just close his eyes. He knew, he thought about He contemplated how impossible this was. And he believed. You know, he's 100 years old, Sarah's barren, but his faith grows stronger because of the difficulty. You know, he trusts in God's word. He, he believes in God's promise. This was almost a leap of faith. But not a leap of faith in the way people talk about today, where it's totally not based on evidence. I'm just going to conjure up some faith. It's based on God's word. It's based on evidence, but not the evidence of experience, but the evidence of trusting what God says. When God says something, we can count on it. That's the way it is. Thoughts and comments about that idea? So, this is a powerful illustration of faith. Yes. Speak to that. So, I also think it's important to remember that while, yes, Abraham had faith, he also had doubts. Because Genesis says that when God told him that he was going to have a son, he fell out laughing. Mm-hmm. So, while, yes, he had faith, we have to remember that it is normal to have doubts. So we have to let the faith ultimately win. Right. And I don't know that Abraham's laughter in that was disbelief in God. But, But whatever, Abraham did come to have conviction that what God said was true. I mean, think about how faith operates. If you want to have stronger muscles, what do you need to do? Yeah. How about lifting some weights? Now, what if the weights are really, really light? How much will that help your muscles? Not as much. You know, you have to have some resistance to grow your muscles. Faith grows when there's resistance, when it's harder to believe, when there's more challenge to that. And so Abraham's faith was God-centered. He knew God's power. He trusted in God. By his faith he gave glory to God, he glorified God. Think about the failure in one hundred twenty one, where they didn't glorify God, they didn't honor God. Abraham did by his faith and trust. And uh, so it was credited to him as righteousness. God accepted his faith in place of righteousness. Righteousness would be perfect obedience. God saved him by faith, even though he wasn't a perfectly obedient man. Thoughts and covenants through twenty two. 23 to 25 that was not written for his sake only alone and it was imputed to him but also for us it, is, it shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus Christ from the dead who was delivered up because of our offenses, and was raised because of our justification. So faith applies to us. Abraham forms a pattern for us. He is a model of the kind of faith we ought to have. It wasn't written for his sake. It was written for our sake. To whom it will be credited as those who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Now, Abraham believed in God as the God who gives life to the dead. His body, Sarah's body, (laughs) enabling her to have a son through him. We believe in the God who gives life to the dead. How? Jesus. Jesus' resurrection. And ultimately, our own resurrection through Jesus. So we have the same type of faith that Abraham did. We believe in a God who gives life to the dead, who brings into existence things that do not exist. We believe in a God who does things that are humanly impossible. And uh, he was delivered over because of our transgressions. He was raised because of our justification. We have a Jesus who has provided redemption for us, and we believe we put our faith and confidence and trust in God, and we have every good reason to do that. So that's the condition of faith. Questions or comments about that? So better you the one leading. We're going to sing some songs related to faith, and then we're going to pick up and check the plan. 500